What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast for Memorial Day weekend 2021, baby. I think that Memorial Day is a good... I think that that's a good holiday, man. I think that that's an underrated holiday. I think that it's important that, that we remember. And for those listening in other countries, I know there's like three of you. I don't know. There's a few of you. But, uh, you know, we remember the sacrifices that the men and women in uniform have made uh, for us in the in this country. You know, the greatest country ever in America is what we're in. But uh, I think that that's a good holiday. And I'm big on, man, I'm big on remembering people that we lost, you know, not just military, but just like, I think that that's something that we don't do enough of as a society. You know what I mean? I think that the faster, I think that, that the way that we live today is a lot faster pace. You know, it's, it, it just is, it's a lot faster pace is than when I was growing up, even everything's like keeps moving. And when someone dies, you like, I don't know, man. I I just don't like the thought of being forgotten, I guess. And so I don't like the thought of friends, you know, uh, that I've had that have died. I'm sorry. I just use my Flonase, you know, like when you get Flonase and you use it because I have to use it for my allergies. Once you use it for about the first probably 30 minutes, you know, you're, you're sniffling and snotting. So that's a good time to record, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, since I'm going to be snorting and uh, sniffling, let's go ahead and start doing the podcast. Let's not wait for that to pass. Let's just let everybody hear it. You know, not only, you know, are you going to have to sit there and live with it? I guess that I wouldn't even be self-conscious if I wasn't, you know, making a podcast right now. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, me letting you into my, you know, I'm I'm letting you into, I'm being vulnerable right now, just talking about it. But when you talk about it, it loses its power. You know what I mean? You know something else that's weird is when you, uh, when you cough when you're on the toilet. You know, I don't want to be crass. I'm not going to be crass. I'm not going to be trying to be nasty and be like, ooh, glad nasty. That ain't what I'm trying to do at all. What I'm trying to say is, I just, it just makes your life weird if you're on the toilet and you cough really hard. You never realize, or I I can't speak for you, but I can only speak for myself. I never realized how a cough affected my whole body until it happened to me while I was on the toilet, you know? Just food for thought is all that is. But, uh, you know, speaking of that, like, I just don't like the thought, and I've talked about it before on the podcast, of, like, uh, of people just, their existence on planet Earth becoming almost like it didn't happen, you know? And uh, I don't, that's like a sad thought to me. So I think that it's important because I think about people that aren't here anymore and I think about them a lot. I've told you about that before. Um, 
And that happened to me. That actually happened to me this week because I've been thinking a lot about, I talked about on my last podcast, reflecting back on my life, whether I'm like, I guess I'm midlife, you know, if I have a long life, I'm midlife, you know, I hope I'm midlife because I'm about 40. If this was my midlife, that'd be pretty cool. You know, I just ate a bunch of country ham uh, and biscuits for breakfast. So I don't know if this is my midlife. That might mean that's not my midlife. You know, I was going to go out and get something, but I had bought this country ham that I forgot about. I really like country ham. It's not real great for you, but man, country ham and biscuits. Let me tell you something, man. It's a close second to bacon for me is country ham. But anyway, what about Canadian bacon? Isn't that what they eat up north? Don't they eat more Canadian bacon up north? I'd rather have country ham. You know what I'm saying? It's just good. If the Lord eats ham, it's country ham. I bet I'd put money on that. But uh anyway, we shall never know. But uh but I just don't man, Glenn, you're all over the map today. Well, sometimes you gotta be all over the map, man. That's the good thing. You can't be all over it physically, so it's good to be all over it mentally, you know? Man, that coffee is cold. I drank one bad cup of coffee and one good cup of coffee, you know? Get you going. Get you going. You got to have your coffee. I don't see how people do without coffee. I just drink juice in the morning. Uh, Something's wrong with you. Anyway, all right, I'm going to try to focus on one thought and just finish it. So, I've been thinking about a lot about uh, just reflecting back over my life, my childhood up until now, you know, and it's crazy the journey that you go on in life, man, to get to where you are. And there's a lot of things that you don't think about and a lot of people that you don't think about on a daily uh, that played a big part in you becoming who you are and where you are, you know, and all of those things aren't good, you know, and the thing that, the thing that, uh, I shouldn't say all those things aren't good. I should say, because that's a whole nother topic and discussion, you know, um, I would say that the, the dark times in your life play, just as significant of a part in getting you to the high points of your life. Um, because there's a lot of lessons in the dark time and there's a lot of, a lot of pain in the dark times. And there's a lot of strength that you gain and wisdom that you gain from going through the dark times in your life, right? And that builds character in people. You know, if you grow through something that builds character and that helps you to be more successful, you know, and, and, and being successful in life is not, I don't look at it as like, man, money, you know, sure. That's, that's part of it. If that's what you want, if that's like what's most important to you, I'm not here to judge you, you know, but I think that, that one of the one of the best things, you know, is being a good person and being content and happy with yourself. And, uh, so what triggered me, uh, this week is I was kind of thinking about, I was kind of thinking about, uh, 
I was kind of thinking about when I was in my teens and early 20s, right? And the reason I was thinking about that specific time in my life, which wasn't really great, which was a confusing time for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just gonna go ahead and be upfront and honest with you. Uh, is I saw an article about Johnny Knoxville, right? And uh, Johnny Knoxville's like 50, and he's like really, he's like gray headed, and it's weird, man. It was weird to see a picture of Johnny Knoxville like gray headed and it's like 50. It's like, dang, because there's stuff that's been happening to me lately where I'm like, man, I'm aging. The effects of age, like I'm seeing, like in my body, man. And I'm like, whoa, this is age, you know? It's, it's just strange because you don't, you don't picture yourself as, or at least me, I don't picture myself as someone who's aged. I'm not, I'm not aged. Are you kidding me? And, uh, it's just odd. You see more gray hairs popping up in your facial hair. And it's just like, man, there's your achy and your elbow or wrist and, you know, your shoulders and your feet hurt and, you don't, you, you can't eat whatever you want and stay thin, you know? It's just like, God. But that's cool because I love, well, I don't love, I love me. I accept me. You know what I mean? And physically, I don't have that high of a standard. Like, I just need to be looking good for myself. For myself, man, it don't even matter. I go ahead and tell you. Like, I look at myself, if I was jacked, I would look at myself the exact same as I look at myself now. You know what I mean? Because this old this old body man has been through some some times with me, you know? It's like an old dog. You know, my body's like an old dog. You know that old it's just my old friend. You know? That dog, that's an ugly dog. He's an ugly dog that's got one eye, you know? One eyed dog. One-eyed, what's a good name? Man, I heard a good name for a dog yesterday. What was it? I was like, that's a good name for a dog. It's not a like a person's name, really, but it's like a, it's a good dog name. And when I heard it, I was like, that's a good dog name, you know? Because some stuff's like a good dog name, but it ain't a good name for a person. You know, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I forgot what it was. I should have written it down, but I did not. But uh, but that's how I look at my body. You know what I mean? When your dog is old and you've had it for years, it's not as cute as it was when it was a puppy. You know, it's not as playful as it was when it was a puppy. It takes a, it takes a little more time when you call it. It takes a little more time, but it's familiar. Takes a little more time to get over to you, but it's familiar, you know? And you love it. You've been through a lot with it. You know, if that puppy died, when it's a puppy, you wouldn't be upset as you were. You'd be bummed. I'm not saying a puppy's dead. Who cares? You want to make some microwave popcorn? I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that, uh, I'm saying that you would be more upset after you had this old dog for years if it passed away, which means you're more attached to it. And that's kind of how I am with my body, man. I'm like, you know, it's all right, body. You know, it's all right, body. We've been through a lot together. You better, you, you considering 
what you've been through, what we've been through together, what we've eaten together, you know, you lucky to still be standing, buddy. It's okay. Man, it's okay. You a little saggy and jiggly there, you know. It's okay them hairs are growing their body. You know what we've been through? You know the amount of food that we've ate from gas stations when we were a younger body? Yeah? You know the all-nighters we pulled, buddy? It's okay, you know, that there's a few gray hairs in your goatee. It's okay, buddy. It don't even matter. You know, that's how I look at it. But, uh, but I was... What what was I even talking about? Uh, <laughs> the body. Uh, but that's how I look at myself getting older. Like age. Man, I hope there's a midlife, right? But I was thinking about my... Oh, I was talking about my teens and early 20s and learning blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, so I saw Giant Knoxville, right? Man, talk about left field. Talk about left. I was thinking about that too when I was a little kid um, and played baseball. Coaches sure were a lot different than they are today. You know what I mean? I think that, I don't know what it is, man. Everything's like bully. You can't be a bully. Don't bully, bully. I don't, I mean, I don't think that bully, I think that bullies are just like a part of life though, man. You know? And I think that like when I played baseball when I was young, my coaches, man, that's how I really learned to cuss. You know, because I grew up in a really religious household. There wasn't a lot of cussing and we were real sheltered. Uh, we were real sheltered. We weren't exposed to a lot of cussing. And so when I when I played Little League Baseball and my coaches were tobacco chewing, cussing guys, uh, like when we lose, they would cuss us. They would cuss. I think one, I think our first game, one of our coaches got thrown out of the game for cussing at the umpire. And I mean, these were the days when the parents would be before all before smoking was bad for you. The parents be, you know, outside the little field smoking cigarettes, you know? And, uh, it was just before the parks were like, you can't smoke here. Uh, it was just it was just a different time. Right. I remember getting cussed. I remember one of them telling me I was out in right field right um before i got moved to the infield um and it was one of my first it was my first season and i remember i had my glove on my hip out there and i was paying attention but i guess i wasn't down and ready you know and i remember in front of the whole team they told me one of them said glenn's out there looking like a woman holding a purse Right. I never want to see that again. I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, I was like, that shook me up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, I look back at that stuff kind of fondly now and can laugh uh, just because it's so different than today. You know, everybody's a winner today and gets a participation trophy. And back then it was like we was getting cussed, man. And, And the baseball field that I played my first game on is just overgrown. I drove by it the other day. It's just overgrown with all this. You can't even tell there was a baseball field anymore. Like there was a park there. It's all overgrown and like abandoned. And it's like, man, that's crazy. That was that long ago. You know, I guess it was like 20, maybe 28 years ago, 27, 28 years ago. 
which is just wild to think about, man. You know, that that much time has passed since I was that age. But I was thinking about, because I saw Johnny Knoxville getting back to that, and he's so old and stuff. I was remember when Jackass first came out. I remember when Jackass first came out because, uh, because I, it was like a dark time in my life. I'm not going to lie. It was a time that, that the, like I was figuring a lot of stuff out. I grew up in this really, like I said before, I've talked about before, I'm not ashamed of how I come up and I'm not, I'm not, it's just my, it's my experience as a human. We all have our path and our experience and how we were raised and then the choices that we made after we were raised. And uh, after I was raised, I needed some time to figure some stuff out. I just did, man. I was, I was coming out of an environment where it was just confusing to me as an individual and as a person, and I needed to find my footing and and determine the direction that I wanted to go in, right? And I made some bad calls, man. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. And I, but I mean, with that being said, I've done some stuff right in my life. Even when I was young and immature, some of the stuff that I did, I didn't, I I can't say every decision that I made was bad, you know, but I can say that a lot of the bad decisions that I made in my life, like contributed to my successes. Okay. And, uh, Glenn, you have become a serious podcaster, philosophical, Man, just bear with me. We're gonna talk. I'm just talking to you. I'm just letting you talk. I have some. I have some stuff. I, dude, at the end of this podcast, we're gonna have like some laughs at the expense of others. So just sit tight. All right, baby doll. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so like in my late teens, I left home, man. I left home. I had to. I had to find my. I had to find my way. You know, in in a sense, that's what I was doing. Looking back at the time, I didn't know I was just, I was just running, man. I had to run. And uh, I, I left home with nowhere. Uh, the first time I left home was like I nowhere particular that I had to go, right? And so I had this friend, and I'm not going to name him. He's no longer with us. You know, he, he passed away. But I had this friend, and... uh and I'll just call him, man, I'll just call him Pete, all right? And and Pete wasn't, I don't know, man, his reputation wasn't as good, you know? He didn't have the greatest reputation as a person, I'll just say that, but Pete was my friend, and something about Pete is he met me where I was at, you know? And he didn't judge me for for the journey that I was on or the stuff that I was trying to figure out. He just gave me somewhere to go. He said, look here, I got this old Winnebago in the front of my yard and you can stay in that, right? It doesn't have power. It doesn't have anything. It was like, it was like old. It was permanently parked. It was like a seventies Winnebago. It was old, man. Early eighties, seventies. I don't know. It was all, it had shag carpet in it. So I was like, all right, man, I appreciate it. I gave him, I forgot what I gave him. It was like, I don't know, 50 bucks a week or something like that. And uh, and I ran a drop cord to it, and that was the power. And I had like a little, like in the back of the Winnebago, there was a little, uh, 
bed area and you know it was winter and I pulled a little space heater back there and hung a sheet um like for a door and it was just me man and I stayed there for a while and I remember I had a little I had a little box tv it was like a little 13 12 or 13 inch little box tv and I had a vcr and I would watch Tom Green, like I had some Tom Green VHS tapes, and I would watch them over and over again. And it was like an escape for me because I was not at a good place in my life. I just, I was confused and I was running and I didn't know, I knew what I was running from, but I didn't know what I was running to. And I didn't know, I I was trying to find something you know, I maybe it was purpose. I don't... I was just trying to find something to make me feel whole, I think. And uh, But I would watch these Tom Green videos, man. And I, it was like an escape for me. And I got I got what he was doing. I, 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 I understood the weirdness. And I understood the things that he would do to make people uncomfortable. And it felt like... When I watched, I was like, really like, man, you're breaking down barriers and boundaries. And it was just, it was so funny for me to watch him make people uncomfortable, right? And then my friend Pete, I remember at that time, you know, a lot of people would come out to my Winnebago, you know, and we'd play Canasta and sometimes we'd play Bridge, you know, or at least the youthful equivalent to those games, and um it was just a it was just a, yeah when i look back at it and i and i'm not going to lie like a lot of of the years that went by i i kind of blocked that out like it, because it was a painful time in my life i was like but not everything was painful back then you know what i mean but it was just a confusing time in my life and it was a time that I just don't think about a lot, you know, but I thought about it this week because when I saw Johnny Knoxville, I remember when Pete came to me and he was like, there's this new show called Jackass and it's all you, man. Like that, just, I thought of you when I saw this new show and I was like, well, I got to check it out. You know, I got to watch it. And it was just, you know what Jackass is, the craziest, most insane it was the most insane stuff, you know, doing the most, all the different stunts and everything. And, uh, and, you know, of course I thought that was hilarious. And, uh, and so I was like, well, uh, there's a new one coming out. And, uh, this, this, this fall, I think the last one. And uh, so it just kind of made me, when I heard about that coming out, it made me think about Pete. Um, and uh, it made me realize I need to go out to his grave, which I did at the beginning of the pandemic, like right before the pandemic popped off. Uh, I went out to his grave just to pay my respects, right? Just to just to pay my respects. It doesn't mean that that, you know, I'm totally not the same guy. You know, but I'll, I'll I'll talk to my friends sometimes that are no longer here, you know, and I, I, I it helps me to, 
I don't know, man. It helps me process some stuff, and I just pay my respects, and I talk to them, you know, let them know what's up with me and how I'm doing and thank them for the part that they played in my life, you know? Because me and Pete, I don't know, man. I mean, it wasn't, he didn't know me when I was a father, when I was responsible, when I was, he, he, he knew me when I was like down and out, like rock bottom pretty much, you know, like not, not at all who I am or where I am today. But, you know, this is like 20 years ago and it's just, uh, it's like over half my lifetime ago and, and, uh, but I just thought, you know, I thought about that time and I thought about, you know, watching Tom Green and Jack and how it all, how that kind of slingshotted me. It was like a slow slingshot. You know how when you, when you, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the stuff in your life where you just can't see. It's just like you just can't see, like, this doesn't, this is, what is, what good is this? You know what I mean? But it's all how you, how you deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, you could, you could go through a, a, a divorce. For instance, you could go through a divorce or a breakup. You know, if you're dating some guy or some girl, you could go through that and become so depressed, you know? and spiral downward, you know, but I think that you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta grab hold of pain sometimes, you know, you gotta grab hold of the things in life that make you uncomfortable because the faster that you do that, the faster that you'll get through that stuff. And that's where, what I've learned to do is, is not run. Yeah. Not run. Like back then when I'm talking about the time that I'm talking about, the time that I lived in Winnebago, you know, by myself. That was like a that was like a time where I was running, you know, and 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 now I don't do that no more, man. You I just grab it and say, All right. If I feel a little depressed, all right. We gotta figure it out. I'm not going to run from this. I'm this I'm feeling uncomfortable. I don't like the way that I'm feeling. I don't like the way that I'm feeling. But I'm not going to let that tell me what to do, man. I feel bad. Let me let that tell me what to do. That makes a lot of sense, don't it? Makes a lot it makes a lot of sense to let a bad feeling that's not permanent have a permanent consequence because I act on it, right? You know? It's kind of like if you feel lonely. Like, I feel lonely. Like, I'm not saying now I don't feel lonely at all. I feel great. I'm not saying by any stretch that I feel lonely. Like, uh, but say that I do, you know, because I have before. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to call up this ex-girlfriend. Or I'm going to text this this ex-girlfriend that I know it's a bad idea. Right? I know it's a bad idea to do it. I'm lonely. But I'm lonely. Man, let me tell you something. You better ride that out, boy. You better ride that out. Don't text that girl. Yeah, that ain't good to do. (laughs) That's not something you want to do. But it's just weird, man. I'm planning on going out. I'm planning on going out and paying my respects, man. Just popping. 
popping in and out. That's not, that's weird when you talk about a graveyard. Man, I'm going to stop by there real quick. I got a, got it on my list of things to do. Pop by the graveyard. But I just want to, I just, I mean, I just want to check in. You know what I mean? And, uh, and it's, I don't know, man. Maybe play a Leonard Skinner song. That makes me think about him when I hear Leonard Skinner too. Because after I, because we were listening to Leonard Skinner back in the day. He would play Leonard, Leonard Skinner. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'll pull up a little Leonard Skinner song. I'm not talking about blasting a Leonard Skinner song on my phone in a graveyard. I'm just like, maybe I'll play a little Tuesday's Gone or a little Free Bird or something, you know? It's just, uh, it's just I don't like forgetting people. I don't like the thought of people getting forgotten. Forgotten. But it was just like everything that you've gone through in your life brings you to where you are, you know? Like cussing. Like I talked about my coaches and Little League cussing. That's the first thing that I got into, man. Before I drank any alcohol, before the first devil's TT crossed my lips, I, I, I've cussed, man. That was like my first thing. Man, when you cuss when you're little, when you're a little kid, before your voice, before my voice changed, and I was still talking like this, when I'd say a cuss word, you want to talk about powerful feeling? You feel some power when you start cussing, man. Like you feel some, I don't know what you feel, but it's like, Oh, I'm in control now. That's how I felt when I cussed. You know? It was like forbidden. It was like something, you know, I ain't supposed to be doing this. I remember the first time I cussed. I remember that. I remember, well, no, I don't remember the first time I cussed. I remember the first time I cussed and one of my parents hurt me. Man, I tell you that. That is why my, my, uh, buttocks area is probably as flat as it is it's because of that one event in my life it stands out too it's real vivid you know they say traumatic experiences can i mean you can have really vivid memories of like i can picture the day the weather the environment the time of day and I was young. I was young, man, and 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 I remember the first time that my it was my dad. He heard me cuss, man. My daddy heard me cuss, and man, let me tell you something. I remember that. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go down that memory lane. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah, I remember like man cussing. Felt powerful, let me tell you. But what else is going on? What else can I tell you guys about? Um, what is it? I saw this. Uh, I saw this lady on Twitter that had made a uh, that had made a star, and it says not vaccinated, right? And I guess the company. Or the little, I don't know what kind of little shop it was, was selling these these little stars that say not vaccinated. And when I saw it, I didn't think anything about it. I just chuckled a little bit and 
And uh, until I saw that it was like people were giving them bad Yelp reviews and sending them like hate, hate mail in their DMs and like, and, and really trashing them, right? And I thought it's a really interesting, that's a really interesting way to go about disagreeing with somebody because you're never going to convince you're never going to convince someone through hatred and talking so bad about them, right? Just because they don't, they don't believe in getting the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, um, you're going to hate them and, and try to ruin their business and livelihood in the way that they feed their families. I just thought that that was an interesting approach to trying to change somebody's mind. It's not so much you want to change somebody's mind anymore as much as you just want to silence somebody that doesn't agree with you. Yeah. You know? That's weird. What a weird time we live in, man, where we can't even talk to nobody no more. I'm just going to hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Does that change your mind? That doesn't do nothing, man. That's just crazy. People are crazy, man. Let me tell you. You know, when you stop and look around, you're like, dear Lord. But, uh, but man, what a weird podcast today. This is a weird, I'm, I'm just the last few, man. The last few. And somebody told me, man, sometimes you talk about funny stuff and sometimes you talk about, like, serious stuff. And, uh, sometimes I guess I do. Right? I mean, I can see the humor. I can see the humor in a lot of stuff in my life now that uh, that was painful, right? That was like painful, like that that uh, that living in a Winnebago that was old in the winter, like and didn't have no power, man. It didn't even have running water. Like, I'd have to bathe and use it. Like, I would do that in people's houses and, I, you know, it, it's just not a good time. And it's like, oh, I'm leaving. You know, when I was a teenager, it was like, all right. Yeah, that was a good decision, man. I should have been, I should have been leaving for college, you know, but I was, I was like, I don't know. I had to go down the path that I had to go down to get to where I am, you know? And where I am today is 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 more than likely where I'd be in society if I had gone to school. It just took me a lot longer to get there. Uh I, but I think that I think that emotionally I probably have greater perspectives on things that a lot of normal people don't because I've been through some stuff that that everybody hasn't been through. I've lived like a lot of people never hit that rock bottom, you know, just in life where they look around and be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like what how'd I get here? But uh but anyway People's weird, life's weird, life's crazy, man. Let's talk about something fun. Let's laugh at some other people, right? And I've done it before on the podcast, and I'm going to do it again today, is I thought that I would find, because it fascinates me. People are fascinating, right? And I like to watch people, 
And there are a lot of times where where I watch people kind of out of the corner of my eye. Like, I'm not just staring at you, but I'm watching you, right? And I'm watching your behaviors. And there's things that people do when they think that nobody's watching that they wouldn't do when... It's like they're trying to pull one over. Like, they wouldn't do it if they knew you were watching them, but they'll do it if they don't think that you're watching them. And then there's the people... That And this is what's so crazy about social media, man. This is what's insane is everybody thinks that what they believe and what they think and how they feel and what they have to say, they think that it makes, it matters. They think that, they think that it'll make a difference in somebody's life. And so, oh, oh, that changed my whole, when's the last time a Facebook post changed the way that you think about anything? Right? It's never, never have I ever, ever read anything on social media that changed my perspective on anything, (laughs) on nothing, nothing that anybody has to say on social media will change anybody's perspective on anything. Yet, in our own minds, we're legends in our own minds. And we just are like, what wisdom will I bestow upon everyone today? You know? And you have people making their political statements. And you have people saying, oh, this is what it means to be a good parent. And this is what it means to love somebody. And this is how I feel. And I feel bad. And I feel good. And this is my daddy in the hospital. And I'm going to be off socials for a few days please like this and give me attention you know it's just a wild weird place it shows how disgusting we all are and how selfish utterly selfish and self-centered people like creatures that we are i wonder if like if there are people on other planets, you know? And they're watching us and they're like, oh my God, look at how self-involved these people are. Because that's all it is, really, you know? If you're honest, if you're honest about a lot of people on social media, I'm just judging everybody. Look, man, look, I told you, I, I told you earlier in the podcast about the idiot choices that I made, right? Like you're like, Glenn, you you lived in a Winnebago with no power in the winter. You just left home. You you weren't making the, the real good decision, Glenn. Yeah, I know, man. I know. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm any better than anybody. I'm saying that all, I'm just, I'm just making a statement that it's just so self-involved and that we're so self-involved as a culture, you know? It's kind of like the thing with the iPhones, like the people making them, you know, like with the nets outside of the iPhone places because people just jump out of the buildings and kill themselves. So they have nets to catch the people. Like, yeah, but I got the new iPhone, you know? I don't have to look at that on a daily you know, I don't have to, I don't have to, my kids aren't sick. My kids are doing good. So, 
you know, these kids that are like in St. Jude's or, 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 you know, children that are working in sweatshops in other countries, as long as I don't have to see it, I'll still buy the products and I'll still, you know, I'll still have the newest iPhone, which I do. I'm not, I do. I have it. So it's not like I'm this great person that's on my soapbox right now. <clears throat> I'm just saying that it's funny that we we know deep down that if we're honest with ourselves, nothing that we ever see on social media is like life-changing or changes our mind or perspective on anything. Yet, we think so highly of ourselves that we'll continue. We think that we're like God and we'll just, oh, let me say what I have to say because it needs to be said. Nothing that I say need to really be said. This podcast doesn't need to exist. It doesn't make any difference. Like, it doesn't... Somebody's like, you know, Glenn was right. Yeah. It's just it's just dribble. It's just dribble that you listen to to get you through another meaningless day in your life. <laughs> How do you like that? Do you like that? Meaningless dribble. Glenn's meaningless dribble is all this is, right? I know that I'm, what I'm saying is not anything to... I mean, it won't change your life. If you can relate to some of them, I'm glad. If you can laugh at some of them, I'm glad. But I say all that to say all this. Man, you know I know how to sell myself. I think that I'm a little bit too honest to sell myself. You know what I mean? As far as like I sell myself as like some great... Somebody that you really need to listen to. You know, that's why I was never good at promoting myself or my podcast. I think that I'm a little bit too honest and a little bit too realistic. Like, I, 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 I'm I, like, there's millions of other podcasts, you know. What's a reason I should listen to yours, Glenn? I don't really got a reason, you know, to be honest with you. If you do, I'm happy that you do. I'm glad that you listen to my podcast. Like, if you subscribe and leave me a review, I really appreciate that. But the question of, like, why you're here right now, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm glad that you're here. But it's kind of like if you have a, 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 like, if I have this date, um, if I have a date, if I'm dating, like, this attractive woman that has a really, she's really beautiful inwardly. You know, she's a good person inwardly and she's pretty. You know, she ain't hard to look at. And she's like, why should I date you? I'd be like, I don't know. I'm a nice, good person. But why you should date me over everyone else in the world? Like, I don't, I don't have an answer to that. You know, and I, th <laughs> I think that my, you know what my problem is, is that I'm just too honest that's my problem. I'm just, my problem is, is that I'm so humble. I'm just humbler than everyone, you know, and I've always been that way. But anyway, <laughs> man, golly. But uh, anyway, I thought that what we would do today, good gracious, Land sakes alive. Where that I remember some of my older relatives would say land sakes alive. But uh drink my little water. 
But I thought today, because I've read reviews on the podcast before, I thought today what I would do was I would read some reviews. Um, because people, there's people that leave reviews on Yelp and leave reviews on Google reviews for all these restaurants and stores and companies. And I think I read jail reviews one time. I've read different reviews on this podcast, but I was like, man, I haven't done that in a while. I'm going to do it today. You know, because I was talking about my past a little bit and some of the, some of my struggles, man, I was honest. I was vulnerable with you. And I thought that I can't leave you like that. I can't be like every podcast, you know, it's like, a, a yeah, I, I don't want to dive deep and leave you there. You know, I, let's make fun of some people, you know, let's laugh at some other people together. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to leave you. I don't want to leave you in a weird place. So I thought that the first one would, um, that I would read was for McDonald's because after you eat at McDonald's, I've never eaten at McDonald's and been like, oh, I'm sure glad that I ate that McDonald's. It's just, it it just leaves me feeling disgusting, you know, but as an American, it's my duty to, I mean, I think that as an American, it's my duty to feel disgusting every once in a while. Um, Eat fast food and feel disgusting. It's part of the American dream. So this is a lady named Jackie. Um, And this is what she had to say. And this is a new review from a week ago for McDonald's, right? My, my, My local McDonald's. The lines outside were so long. Reason being, I guess, because they are looking to hire. This is the reason right here that I feel the government should stop giving out more unemployment. Who wants a job if you get more staying at home than getting a job? I can understand if you would get a job and not make the same as you did before being laid off. That I do understand. That's a review for McDonald's, right? That's a review. For, that's not a review for McDonald's. That's a review for your government that you, that Jackie, um, you know, because the only thing she said was the lines outside were so long. And she's done 39 reviews, right? That's Jackie. That was a review for McDonald's, right? Okay. All right. The next one is for Walmart Super Center, which I don't like Walmart, man. I don't like Walmart because I was uh I was getting my hair cut yesterday and they don't have a mask policy anymore for the people that come in for the patrons patrons that come in but the people like the cut your hair stuff to wear and the lady that cuts my hair um that I go to now I think I talked about it on my last podcast that I'll just like talking about stuff with uh she was talking about the masks and I was like yeah I was like, I think that I'm still going to wear it to Walmart, you know, because Walmart's so nasty. So when I go, I try not to go in Walmart. And I, she was like, you probably get AIDS before you get COVID in Walmart. It's just a disgusting place. So I was like, I wonder what the Walmart reviews be looking like. So I looked that up. And uh, this is a lady named Diana. And she has 79 reviews. All right. And she gave Walmart two stars. And it says, you're not going to like this one. I bought fresh fruit and vegetables. Vegetables were so old they had no flavor. The fruit was also old. I ended up throwing them all away. At this point, not sure if I can go back. 
well, I don't think they'll miss you, number one. And why you don't to get fruits and vegetables? Really, Diana? Really? You're going to Walmart? Instead of writing them 79 reviews, why don't you just go to a farmer's market? I mean, you if I want fresh fruits and vegetables that are good, am I going to go to Walmart? Are you crazy? This is, you do that, and then you're like, I'm shocked. I'm shocked they're bad. That's because you got potatoes from Cuba, and you got bananas from Argentina, man. Go to a local fruit stand, you know? They're here. Come on, Diana. Do better. Do better in life, Diana. Now, this is one that I want to look up just out of curiosity because this is the Dollar Tree. Everything's a dollar at the Dollar Tree, right? Everything's a dollar. It's not like you're breaking the bank going to the Dollar Tree. So I was like, what do, because I know a Dollar Tree locally, I'm not going to say which one, is particularly, particularly nasty. I think that a lot of, that you know how they have the stained carpets? Like, how do you get your carpet so stained up in the Dollar Tree? You know what I mean? It's like Dollar Tree carpets in the Dollar Tree, some of them don't have carpet. That is a better move. The Dollar Trees that do have carpet, man, you want to talk about some nasty carpet. It's like gum and stains, like blood stains. Look like urine stains. The smell's kind of weird. When Dollar Trees are brand new, like they're okay. But how much upkeep can you do in a store that where everything only costs a dollar, you know? That's what, that's, but I walk into a Dollar Tree. If I go into a Dollar Tree, I'm going to have expectations that are low. I'm not going to walk in there and be like, well, it's not like Macy's in here. You know what I mean? It's a Dollar Tree, man. And so I was like, there's a nasty Dollar Tree near me. I want to see what they got to say. So this is a girl named Crystal. Hey, what's up, Crystal? Um, and she has 57 reviews. And this is what Crystal had to say. Crystal, how you doing, Crystal? I was trying to get balloons for my grandmother's one-year memorial service. I had to hunt down an associate to help me. That took 15 minutes. I told her what that took 15 minutes. Really? Really, Crystal? Crystal, really? 15 minutes it took? How big is a Dollar Tree where it takes you one quarter of an hour? One quarter of an hour to hunt down an associate in a tiny Dollar Tree. One quarter of an hour. So there's like 24 hours in a day. So that's what, 48, 96. It took you one ninety-sixth of a day to hunt down an associate. That took 15 minutes. I told her what I needed. Then we get to the balloons, and she helped another customer. She probably checked out another customer. That's what happened. She helped another customer that was at the balloon. Oh, no, I spoke too soon. I judged Crystal. I judged you, Crystal. I judged you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Crystal. You should never judge a Crystal before you read the book, right? You never judge a book by its cover. You never judge a crystal by her review on Google. All right. 
let's just start again because I, 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 I'm all over the place and, I, and Crystal needs a fair shake for this one-star Dollar Tree review. I was trying to get balloons for my grandmother's one-year memorial service. I had to hunt down an associate to help me. That took 15 minutes. I told her what I needed. Then we get to the balloons and she helped another customer that was at the balloons instead of helping me. Are you kidding me? That she said that I'm not adding that on. She said, are you kidding me? Question mark. I said something about it, and she stated that the other lady was over at the balloons. Maybe so, but I left the balloons to go look for you for 15 minutes, exclamation point. I had to leave and go to Food Lion to get the balloons, where they actually did so much better, but I ended up late, capital late. Everything's capitalized in the word late to the memorial that I was on time for. But I ended up late to the memorial that I was on time for. Thanks for nothing, Dollar Tree. What does that sentence mean? But I ended up late to the memorial that I was on time for. I don't even know what that means, Crystal. You lost me, Crystal. Crystal, you lost me. Thanks for nothing, Dollar Tree. You didn't even buy anything. You pretty much said that you were ugly. That you pretty much wrote a review. That review could have been like, I am a not a good person. That is, <laughs> that's all you had to write for that review. Because you went to get balloons at the Dollar Tree. At the dirty, smelly, at the Dollar Tree. You know, and you went there because you're cheap, Crystal. You went there because your grandmother... Who, who, you know, if she was a good grandmother, you know, she, maybe she was a grandmother that would, like, give you $5 because old people don't know the value of money, you know? Like, really old grandmothers will be like, I get you $5, you know, because they're still like, you know, I could get a Hershey bar for three cents, you know? So they're thinking giving you $5 when you're, when, the, you know, they just have that in their head, like, kids eat candy and you know here's five dollars you can get like 100 hershey bars with it. you know what i mean like maybe she's a sweet little old grandma she smelled a little weird she smelled a little weird man maybe you had to watch wheel of fortune with her you know maybe you had to watch lawrence welk with her crystal i don't know your life you know but after all that to memorialize her you know maybe Maybe, you know, the family couldn't all get together right when she died, so they're doing it a year later. But you're going to the Dollar Tree because you don't you want to spend as little as possible on your grandmother's balloons. And who takes balloons to a memorial service? Do they have memorial balloons? Or is it the thing where you let a bunch of balloons go and kill a bunch of birds? You know, maybe that was it. Maybe that's what you wanted to do, and you didn't want to spend a lot of money because you're just going to let them go in the air anyway. But, I mean, who takes balloons to a funeral? I brought the balloons. Well, I brought the funeral cake. You know what I mean? It's chocolate for darkness, eternal darkness chocolate funeral cake. That's just weird, Crystal. You're weird. You lost me, girl. You lost me. All right, on to the next one. This is for the hot spot, Okay. This is for the hotspot, and this is for, uh, that's a gas station, okay? And it's kind of a shady gas station, so I was like, all right, let's see. Let's see what they, what the what the people have to say about the hotspot, and this is by uh, a fellow by the name of Smitty, 
Smitty has a review. He has five reviews. How many did Crystal have? Crystal had 57 reviews. Man, Crystal. Man, girl, you let me down. All right, Smitty, hot spot. Uh, second time we have been to this location and denied service for bogus reasons by the same cashier, Bailey. First, she denied our legitimate, legitimate identification card provided by the DMV saying the machine wouldn't take it. That's funny. I've never had an issue with it being accepted anywhere before. Today, she denied us because she smelled alcohol on me from across the counter. I stopped to have a drink after work, but I showed no signs of intoxication and wasn't even in the driver's seat when we pulled up to her taking her smoke break out front. Also for the second time, also for the second time, Maybe put the cigarette down and do your job. Then you won't lose customers to the Circle K a mile down the road. I work in customer service, and this is not it. Have a wonderful cigarette break. Won't We won't be back. <laughs> All right, Smitty. All right. Smitty drunk, leaving him a review. That's all that is, man. That's all that is right there. Like, I've never seen anybody at a gas station refuse. Like, you just got to be kind of belligerent, you know, I would imagine, or have some kind of personal. It sounds like they have something personal going on, you know, where they just want drama and they're starting something. Smitty has five reviews, five drunken reviews by Smitty. Maybe, maybe quit sipping on the devil's TT so much, Smitty. That's my advice to you. All right, um... Let's see. I got one more for Walmart Supercenter. Um, and then I'll let you guys go. Yeah, I got one more to do. And it's for Walmart. And Walmart one's just like, I don't know, man. They're kind of... It's it's just weird that somebody would leave a review for Walmart. In my head, it's like, I, I know what to expect when I go to all these places. If you go somewhere and you know, like, I don't go to Hotspot and be like, oh, the customer service was impeccable, you know? It was like I was, it's like I was shopping in the chandelier shop. You know, you get what you pay for, man. You got to know when you go into a raggly establishment. It's going to be a raggly establishment, you know? And the people there are going to be like, I work for a raggly establishment. All right, so Stephanie has seven reviews, and this is a two-star review for Walmart. I went to return a bag of candy that was melting and was told in a very rude voice that the person in front of me would be the last customer. They closed customer service at 8 p.m., and I was there at 7.53. She has it down to the to the minute. So yes, I continued to stand in line. I finally get waited on at 8 p.m. and the person was very rude, asked if I had my receipt, and I said no. She then said, well, go get the same exact bag of candy and we'll exchange it. I said, okay, thank you. I came back to the service counter and told her I opened it to check the bag to make sure it wasn't melted. I then heard a loud breath like, OMG, she didn't care. She finished my, what? <laughs> I like how she, she, uh, 
I like how she said that. I then heard a loud breath. And then she said, like, OMG, she didn't care. She said, this is what that breath meant. I, I know what that breath meant. I know what the sound of that breath meant to me. She finished my transaction and pushed the bag at me. I said, thank you. You know, she said, I said, thank you. You know, she was being sarcastic to the woman that was at the end of her shift. I said, thank you, and walked away. I never heard a thank you back or have a nice day. Worse, ma'am, sorry, my uh, software, I was recording stuff, stopped recording right there. And uh, so I'm just going to pick up where I left off with Stephanie. Worst experience, and I hope I never have to return anything else to this very nasty and rude store as I've ever seen. Also, I'm a previous Walmart associate of seven years and never once have been treated so bad. So Stephanie's mad. Stephanie's mad is what Stephanie is. And uh, Stephanie kind of strikes me as one of the people that uh, she'd not only leave a review, it's like she posted about it on Facebook, and that's not enough for her. She was like, she had to go to the next level. Over a bag of candy, my M&M's was melted. My M&M's were melted, and I just need to tell you all about it. You know, and that's what she done. And uh, I just wanted to spread a little bit of the joy. I want to spread. Maybe you know people like this. Yeah. Maybe you've left reviews like this. Yeah. I think I have one Google review because my kids orthodontist was like, dude, they did everything. They would tell you that. It's uh, like they wouldn't be like they did. They begged me for a review. So I was like, uh, they're. Uh, an amazing orthodontist. You know, what What am I supposed to say? This is the most amazing orthodontist in the world. But, uh, but anyway, guys, I appreciate you hanging out with me today. I, yeah, I mean, it means a lot, man. It means a lot that, uh, people take time out of their, out of their busy lives and busy schedules, you know, to hang out with me. Sometimes you just, that's what I like about a podcast, man. Podcasts to me today are what watching Tom Green videos were um, to me back in the day. The little VHS in the back of that Winnebago by myself. You know, except I'm not trying to escape from um, that world. That the that kind of uh, it was like my life is not bad. <laughs> You know, as it was back then. So, uh, that I like listening to podcasts and, uh, but I hope that everybody's doing well. I really do. And, uh, I can't give you a good reason to give me a review, but if you do, that'd be really, that'd be mighty nice of you. And, uh, and if you don't, that's cool too, man. Or if you have before, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, Hit me up, my social media. I'm on Twitter, not very much. I'm sporadically active on that. Um, so if you want to hear me talk about anything, you can DM me there or email me uh, in the notes of the podcast. Um, you know, maybe take a little bit of time this weekend. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend, and you can think about the sacrifice sacrifices that the men and women in uniform have 
you know, the ultimate sacrifices that a lot of them have made to give us the freedoms that we have, you know, here in America. Uh, and if you're abroad, that's what we're doing this weekend. Uh, and, you know, maybe take a little time to think about your grandma. You know, I hope Crystal from the Dollar Tree is thinking about her grandma this weekend. You know, think about somebody that touched your life. That's my challenge. That's my homework. Glenn thinks stuff homework, man. Uh, that's my, my challenge to you this week is think about somebody. Don't let the memories die, man. Somebody that touched your life, you know, that's no longer here. Or maybe it's somebody even that touched your life that, because some people are just in your life for a season, you know, and then they're gone and they don't have to be dead. But think about, think about the impact that somebody made, you know, don't let somebody's, somebody's existence in your space. Don't just take that stuff for granted, man. You know? But, uh, okay, Glenn, that's not, wrap it up. Okay, <laughs> wrap it up, fat boy. Go eat some more ham. All right, guys, be safe. Love you. Peace out. Okay.